For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Free Terrible Gamers. I'm your host Colin here with Ashton as always. Hey guys, how you doing this week? Alright, I'm going to throw stuff a little out of ordinary where we usually cover what was left over from last week. There was some breaking news that happened yesterday that we're, well, time of recording. So day we normally record, there was breaking news that happened, but we were recording on a Saturday, which happy birthday Ashton, by the way. Thank you, I'm feeling old. How's 25 treating you? Yeah, it's all right. Body fills it, that's for sure. All right. <laughs> all right, but going on to video game topics, like I said, we're going to go ahead and skip down to the breaking news that happened yesterday, but we're going to continue how we normally continue. But Microsoft and Activision deal is officially closed as of Friday, October 13th. Yes, so uh, Microsoft has announced its $69 billion purchase of Activision Blizzard, bringing Call of Duty and more into the Xbox Fold. Xbox boss Phil Spencer said work has now begun bringing Activision Blizzard games to Game Pass. Although he stopped short of name-checking any titles, today we start the work to bring beloved Activision Blizzard and King franchises to Game Pass and other platforms. We'll share more about when you can expect to play in the coming months. We know you're excited, and we are too. So it's about time. I mean, it's been several, several months. I mean, almost two years since this was announced, and it's just they've been obstacle after obstacle, you know. And the FTC's still trying. You know, obviously it's already through. So, I mean, like you said, I think it was last week, um, not much they can do. I mean, they can try to break it up, but it's already through they're not really going to succeed so i'm happy i mean it's playstation players out there probably aren't too happy but i'm happy being a nintendo and xbox player because those two have a close partnership so i know we'll get call of duty for several several years even after the current contract is up and i'm excited to see what we get on game pass i'm expecting a bunch of call of duty titles you know crash spyro Tony Hawk Pro Skaters, all the all the good, good, good franchises that Activision has. So it's a it's a good good day. Yesterday was a good day, but today's a good day too. Like I said, it's my birthday. So right, uh, yeah. To see the it was on the CMA side that officially let it close today's or yesterday. Yeah. So that was a good thing. Bill Spencer went on to say, which I'm going to add on to your things talking about the playstation players and they don't really have nothing to complain about because he openly said he's just like i hope it works out best for literally our competitors too so he even called out nintendo and playstation he's just like yeah i he guaranteed 
or they guaranteed rather that Call of Duty would still be on PlayStation for the next 10 years at least and everything else. Right. But from his conversation that was he was making it seem like that pretty much every Activision title was going to be available for everybody for purchase. Obviously, game if you're an Xbox owner, you get those games for free eventually on Game Pass. But for right now, it seems like every other console is going to be able to purchase those Activision games on their set consoles. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Um, no... Yeah, Call of Duty will be on PlayStation for the next 10 years. After that, who knows? It depends. I think after the 10 years, it's up to Sony to keep that relationship good. Because, I mean, I mean, Microsoft's always there to lend a hand and help out other companies. They've helped out Nintendo, you know, just giving them good games from first-party games on the Nintendo Switch console. So as long as Sony plays nice, I think Microsoft will also play nice. After that 10-year contract's oh, yeah. up, I mean. Especially in a financial setting because you're still going to get sales from it because right. obviously you're not going to get sales from it on your own platform at that point because especially if you offer it on Game Pass. Yeah. So it's one of the things to where they're still going to, they want that relationship because obviously it's going to line their pockets. Right. I mean, and if Sony plays nice and, you know, it allows, say, Microsoft or Activision, which owns Activision games, which Microsoft owns now, obviously. So, if they allow, say, games, maybe not the Call of Duties, but some other older Activision games or even the newer ones that comes out, to be on, say, the Nintendo Switch eShop or the PlayStation Store for purchase, that not only helps Microsoft out, but it also helps out Sony or Nintendo. You know, getting sales on their eShops or their personal shops. So, I mean, it can be a big, friendly, you know, thing for all three companies if they just allow it to be that way. Oh, yeah. I mean, like I said, it's just one step closer to bringing every... I mean, obviously, I believe every console should have their exclusives or whatever. I'm not saying that. But as a gamer community in general, we should all be able to just come together and agree upon companies, too. I think any game that's not exclusive should be cross-platform for all three. There should not be a reason that we can't play with anybody. Current gen, last gen, whatever you want to call it, or next gen, current gen. What, you know, People are calling it all different things now, but I still call it current gen and then next gen. So I think we should all be able to play together. No matter what generation you're on, no matter what console you're on, they should just make any game that's not exclusive that way, in my opinion. I agree, because, I mean, obviously it's level playing fields for everybody. I know different people will feel different if they're on next-gen consoles, or I guess technically the current-gen consoles now, but uh, but at the same time, it's just one of those things to where, as a community, you're never going to have the equality that everybody expects to have if that's never the case. Right, and with PC, I think PC should stay with PC, because, you know, PC does have its exclusive benefits you know that you can do different things different mods different patches with pc that you can't do on consoles so i think pc should stay separate but all the consoles should come together 
I mean, they're looped in two completely different things anyways because there's consoles and there's PCs. Right, but, you know, especially with Call of Duty, Warzone, and Fortnite, you know, you can play with PC players from console. You don't have to, but you can. Oh, yeah, especially when it comes down to Fortnite and building. Yeah. <laughs> Big difference between controller <laughs> and keyboard and mouse. With uh, precision and speed. you got macros on your PC. Mm-hmm. At that point, if you macro said it's just you want to hit a button, you got all those commands in one thing, so you really put a put a whole entire tower in point two seconds. Right, and then macros with say a NBA two K release that greens every time. That's right. The like switch a PC. Yep. All right, time to get back on topic. Which I mean, we're still sticking with Xbox here, but. Like I said, there's that's kind of a reason, another two reason too, why I'm just like, okay, let's go ahead and do this first. It's because it'll fall right in line with what's next, anyways. And that's Game Pass games for October. All right. All right. So the Xbox Game Pass October 2023 games are Gotham Knights was available October 3rd for console PC Cloud. The Lamp Lighters League, October 3rd, console PC. Warhammer 40,000 Dark Tide. October 4th, console, Xbox Series X slash S. Forza Motorsport, October 10th, console PC Cloud. From Space, October 12th, console PC Cloud. Like a Dragon, Ishin, October 17th, console PC Cloud. City Skylines 2, October 24th, console PC Cloud. Manico's Night Market, October 26th, console PC Headbangers Rhythm Royale, October 31st, console. Jucent, Jucent, October 31st, console PC Cloud. And that's all the ones I have here. Yeah, you got more than me. I somehow, from after the 17th, I didn't have no more. Don't know how they got deleted. But I'm glad you covered that one first and not me. <laughs> that's all right. Um, Forza Motorsport. What's up? Forza Motorsport. Um, my Game Pass ran out, so I haven't got to try it out. I need to renew it. Once I do, I want to try it. I'm really kind of excited. I've always liked the Forza Horizon series better because it's more open world, but I was excited to try this Forza Motorsport game. And then we know Gotham Knights completely bombed and sucks. So there's that. Yeah, that's what I was going to say is. We know Gotham Knights, which we've been talking about literally since last year. Yeah. That's since the podcast got... released, pretty much. Yeah, and that's been the thing, and it definitely flopped. What, it had 66 Metacritic, I believe? Yeah, time, when we covered it, roughly. yeah. So, we know it's not really that good of a game, which it was another one of those situations where bugs took over. Right, and people were expecting it to be like the Gotham Knight you know, trilogy or whatever, and then it just didn't live up to it. it. It wasn't that type of game. No, which, I mean, obviously, like I said, in the past we covered it, it was a multiplayer type of setting, and you played as different characters, and Batman was technically dead in that game. Right, and then what really ruined it for people, I think, is no matter if you're playing one player or multiplayer, all the characters are still on the screen. You're not just by yourself, and that's... A lazy design, in my opinion. 
especially if you're single player and trying to do a hack and slash. Right. If they if they should have done a multiplayer and they should have made it like Battletoads where you can hurt your teammates and stuff. Yeah. In position. That would add a challenge aspect to it. More yeah. annoying than anything. But yeah. Then there's, like you said, Forza Motorsport. That's one I'm entertaining. And again, I'm the same way. I think I played... I want to say seven. Seven. Because I know this one's tackling. Yeah, this one's technically eight. Oh, is this one eight? Mm-hmm. I was thinking it was nine. Uh, so it may have been six then, because I know I'm two games off from what it was. Okay. Because I believe it was, it was like six or seven. Yeah, yeah. I'm second guessing myself at this point, but six or seven was a games with gold back in the day. Okay. And I yeah. downloaded it, and like you said, it is a straightforward play. There's no really traveling in between races or whatever. It's just you go from one race to the next. Right. Which, I mean, it's still a race. You're still going to get it. And obviously you have more cars designed to be raced opposed to in a Horizon series where you can choose whatever vehicle you want. Yeah, you can go off-road, so they have off-road vehicles. This one, I'm sure, I mean, I'm assuming they don't have off-road vehicles because you're not going to be driving off-road. Yeah, that and Horizon really bases it. So even if you was to go to a race, they don't discriminate in between class of vehicles. So if you got a A, B, or C vehicle and it's a, usually an S race, it'll knock everybody down opponent-wise to what you would be racing in. So yeah. I don't think for the Motorsports does that. I stick with for your car, which obviously you can still upgrade it. Yeah. But that don't think it down class and it makes you progress class-wise. Right. But yeah, those are really the two that are, I mean, I've ever heard of. Yeah, me too. Warhammer well, I've heard of Skitty, Skitty, City Skylines. It's kind of like, uh, I guess, like Sim, Sim City. You can build your own city or whatever. Okay, so like a, basically a Sims type situation? Yeah, basically. Well, like an idle tycoon. Like you would get on the phone. Uh, kind of. Okay. Yeah, and then Warhammer 1000 sounds more like a band than it does a video game. <laughs> yeah. Going to a little bit worse news, Night Dog are laying off employees, or laid off employees, I guess, technically. Yeah, and that's... uh. Something common going around. Uh, Sega did it. Epic did it. And now Naughty Dog. It says the video game industry is currently facing a big wave of layoffs. And even contract developers at PlayStation first party studio Naughty Dog aren't immune. Kotaku has learned that the maker of hits like Uncharted 4, A Thief's End, and The Last of Us Part 2 has begun cutting contracts short for dozens of workers. Layoffs were communicated internally at Santa Monica, California, base studio last week, which technically a week before, because this was a last week topic. Uh, according to two sources familiar with the situation, departments ranging from art to production were impacted, but the majority of those laid off worked in, a, in quality assurance testing. The sources said at least 25 developers were part of the downsizing 
Full-time staff do not appear to have been part of the cuts. Naughty Dog's headcount was over 400 as of July. So it says that it was in quality assurance. So I'm assuming just the people that test the game see if they find any bugs and stuff. So maybe look for some bugs coming out in Naughty Dog's games here whenever they release a new one. Uh, I'll say in that case, since it was for the uh, testers in that case, I say what they'll do from here on out is they'll do independent contractors for that. Yeah, it'd be cheaper than paying a full-time employee to do that. You know, there's not always games done to be testing, so they're basically there collecting a check. I'm sure they're doing other things too, but their actual job title they're waiting for a game to be done in order to do that testing. Yeah. I mean, in the short term, yeah, it's, once you have the games to push out or whatever, you it makes sense to have full-time employees. But if you're in between, yeah, you're going to be paying more money for independent contractors, but you're not paying right. for benefits and everything because they are just do that stuff. Bad and if they're hiring independent contractors, they don't even have to do like interview processes to see if people actually do it because they'd be able to go to somebody that already knows what they're doing. Do they, yeah, yeah, try to break games. They don't got to train them to try to break games. Right, and the only downside to a third-party contractor would be that they don't really know. I mean, yeah, they can learn because I'm sure they deal with games all the time, but they don't know everything about the game because they didn't make the game. They didn't help. You know, they wasn't along the whole entire process. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. But, I mean, they do deal with games all the time, so I'm sure they know enough, but it's not going to be the same quality, I don't think, as if somebody was there the whole time developing the game, you know. Well, that's a double-edged sword in itself because it's also the other way around if they've never dealt with it and everything else. They know the best ways to try to attempt to break the game that they probably didn't think of it in the first place. Yeah, maybe. But I mean, regardless, it sucks to see if it, anybody is out of a job, especially yeah. when it comes down to video development. Right. Well, the good thing about that is they can pretty much go anywhere they want once oh, they yeah. have that experience and that you know background. So. Activision will be hiring some anyways. Yeah. <laughs> All right, on to the next one. Batman Arkham Trilogy uh, is delayed for the Switch. Yep. So, earlier I think I said Batman Gotham Trilogy. I meant Arkham. But anyway, Batman Arkham Trilogy for Nintendo <laughs> Switch. It What's that? I said people get that confused a lot. Yeah. I knew what I was meant. I just didn't say the right thing. But uh, Batman Arkham Trilogy for Nintendo Switch is delayed. Publisher Warner Bros. Games has announced it was due out October 13th, so time recording yesterday, but now will launch December 1st, 2023. In a statement published on Twitter or X, 
Warner Bros. Games apologized to fans, explaining it needs more time to get the collection up to scratch. More time is needed to bring players the best possible experience on Nintendo Switch, Warner Bros. Games said. We apologize to fans who are excited to play this version of the trilogy. Thank you for your patience. So, I mean, yes, it sucks to see a game being delayed because I was kind of excited about this. I mean, I love all three of these games, especially Arkham Knight. That was a really good game. But um, it's good to see somebody actually taking their time to fix bugs and polish the game up before they release it because we've talked about it a hundred times on here already. Tons of developers are just releasing games unfinished just to get that pay, get that money out front. But, you know, it's good to see Warner Bros. take the time that they need to to polish the game up so we'll get a better experience. All right. I've never played a Arkham game in my life, so I'm going to ask this question and just thinking because I know Warner Bros. makes Mortal Kombat too. So does Warner Bros. actually make Arkham Knights or did they use like Never Realm like Mortal Kombat does? Um, I mean, there's other developers in it, but I don't believe they use Another Realm. I think they actually make the game alongside other developers helping out. Gotcha. Obviously, the, I know a lot about the Batman game because either you've played them or I've seen other people play them or, you know, obviously because I'm a video game podcaster, so I'm very intrigued in all the different style of games there is anyways. But that's what I'm saying is I've never seen a load screen, so I was never able to... And then whenever you said Warner Brothers made it, I'm just like, so Warner Brothers would make that game, but they wouldn't make Mortal Kombat, which makes no sense because they have owned Mortal Kombat since the 90s. <laughs> yeah, which, I mean, technically these games were already made, so. That's true, too, and they was all made at 60 frames for a second. Yeah, yeah, because this, actually, Batman Arkham Knight was the first game I owned for Xbox One, so it's, you know, it's been out a while. Yeah, it's just, uh, I know it's a common thing, because even Harry Potter had that issue with it, with trying to downsize games, opposed to uh, how they actually intend to release. It just seems like you'd have an easier time with, I mean, obviously I know you make everything to where the most common scenario is, which is 60 frames per second across the board. But right. it's just weird that you would have downgrading a game than what you would upgrading it. Well, I guess they spend so much time because they're going to make it first for the next gen. So that PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series, they'll make it first for that. And then they put so much focus on that and upgrading the graphics and stuff. And then obviously it's not going to run on the Switch in that state. So they got to take the time to dumb it down, maybe make it 30 frames per second. I mean, they might make it 60. I don't know, but it's probably going to be 30 if I had to guess. And just make the graphics worse. You know, 1080, dock, 720. You know, well, they can keep it 1080 and the screen will take care of the 720 docked. But it's, yeah. it's just, they spend so much time on the next gen. And then what they should do is have two teams one work on the next gen one work on the current gen and that would solve some of that time issue and delay but you know that's more money that they see as wasted if they could just keep the same development team on the one just delay the game yeah especially if it's just due to bugs or whatever because i mean obviously that makes sense because even though the game's been out for a while now 
it's still if you're downgrading it you're going to run into different issues with stuff that bugs that you already fixed in the past could resurface onto a different console right exactly and hopefully in the next year or two this won't be an issue because we'll have a switch to more powerful so they won't have to dumb down games and they can just all be released at the same time won't have to delay them to you know dumb it down i mean i'm sure they'll release some games for the current switch after the switch two releases but i don't know how long for another two or three years until xbox and playstation has the ps6 and the xbox 720 720 we're going back to that (laughs) (laughs) maybe I know that's what Xbox people Phoenix. they people knew that's what the Xbox One was called was the Xbox Seven Twenty, but it was not. Yeah. They had a logo I for it and everything, and then you know. It, I mean, it would have made sense in theory, but you know. Yeah, it would have. <laughs> you got to bring bring the one, and like I said, making a number two just wouldn't make much sense. No. So I think they have to go twenty train at this point. I mean, obviously they got the X. Where are they going to go? XX? Are they going to go V, which is less? Like I said, the only way you're going to go higher than 10 is going up to 720. Well, I don't know. If, I don't know. It's not even 10th Xbox. Might be just be X2 or something. Nope. I don't know. X2 and S2. <laughs> but regardless, I mean, like I said, once the Switch 2 releases, yeah, it'll be caught up with everybody at that point, but they only have another two to three years at that point before the next technical generation starts again. Yeah, but once again, I think the Switch started the next gen, but other people don't seem to think so. Yeah, I agree with you. But I mean, it only makes sense. How are you going to have two consoles by the same manufacturer on two, the same generation? It makes no sense. Well, it'll definitely make the guys at GameStop scratch your head. I've asked that question before just to see their reaction. Yeah, I mean, it, it makes no sense. How how do you explain that to me? Nobody can explain that, why they're on the same generation. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, because PlayStation, I mean, the Wii would have been on the PlayStation 2, no? Yeah, no, uh, GameCube and uh, PlayStation 2. Yeah. Yeah, in PlayStation 2, Wii was PlayStation 3. Yeah, and Wii Xbox 360. So yeah, that would have, chronologically, that is correct. Yeah. It would technically start the next generation. Exactly. But I guess in a weird sense, that's what Nintendo gets released in every seven years opposed to five years. <laughs> or six years, rather. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they release them a different, they've always done that. They've always released them either earlier than everybody or later than everybody, not at the same time. Sony and Microsoft are usually within months of each other are releasing a new console. Usually at the same time, because especially now, it's always been, at least since the Xbox One PS4, it's always been holiday yeah. of whatever they're going to do it. Yeah, and then Nintendo launched a Switch in March, like, you know, just whenever. Like, oh, March of 2017 seems like a good time to release a new console. Yeah, after Christmas, you know, whatever. All right, get back on the topic here. We kind of went down a rabbit hole. 
the normal past few weeks. That's all right. Uh, <laughs> going back to Xbox, they reveal a new console bundle for this holiday season. Yep, so Xbox is releasing the Xbox Starter Bundle, which includes an Xbox Series S and a Game Pass Ultimate subscription. Xbox has been expanding its Game Pass offerings with big third-party games and first-party titles like Starfield and Forza Motorsport. The Xbox Starter Bundle offers a three-month Game Pass Ultimate subscription for free. It's puzzling why it didn't use a newer 1TB Series S that we talked about a couple episodes ago. Three or four, I don't know. Listen to them and you'll find out which one. But uh, the original model allows for a cheaper entry point. So yeah, so they're throwing in a Game Pass Ultimate subscription with a Series S, which I think they should include that with a new console purchase anyway. But, you know, what do I know? I mean, still better than what they get, used to give you a day. You bought a new console, like when you bought the new Xbox One, when that was new in 2014, only thing you got was a month worth. No, I don't even think it was a month. I think it was a week of Xbox Live Gold for free. I know when I got, I don't remember when I got my original One S, the dinosaur. I, I mean, my original one, the dinosaur. But my One S, it came with a 14 free trial of Xbox Live Gold. Yeah, so I'm saying they're technically getting better with it. It's yeah. just... But I mean, I think it should, yeah, if you're, if you're, it should be included. If you're paying $500 for a Series X and $300 for a Series S, you deserve a three month membership of Ultimate. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's technically what a hundred and, well, $44 value. Uh, or is it... Ultimate is. Yeah. Ultimate's. Thirty dollars. It's ten dollars a month, so it's one hundred and twenty dollars a year. Comparing to the maybe two dollar value they used to give you for the new consoles. Yeah. So I mean, they're doing better. It's just they're not quite there. I agree with you. They should give you more than just that. But you know, like especially if you buy a five hundred dollar console, you should be able to get a year or something for free. Well, especially since most consoles don't come with a game anymore. Like, it used to be every single console you bought came at least with one game. But now they don't. So you buy the console, you just get a controller, and you can't play anything. So they should at least include a at least a month subscription of Ultimate. That way you can play all those games on there. Which now they're offering free, so you're doing pretty good. Or Yeah, for now. It's probably limited, I would yeah. assume. For the holiday season, obviously. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that runs us out of time, but we got literally PS5 doing the same exact thing, so we'll go ahead and cover them as the last topic. Yeah, I don't know if I got the right one, but I'm sure you'll tell me after I'm done. Uh, all right, so the bundle I got a God of War bundle for four ninety nine, um, and then I got different games like Dead Island two fifty four on Amazon right now, Final Fantasy save twenty dollars now on Amazon. Headsets, buy 100 on the official Sony headset at Best Buy, Spider-Man, Miles Morales, 30% off, and stuff like that. Is that the right bundle to God of War? Yeah, you actually went more in detail than what I was going to do with it. Like I said, I just knew it was enough to get the rest of our time in since we was literally like 
30 seconds short from being at the exact mark where we needed to be at. Yeah. So I knew that would get. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. Yes. As good as a bundle as the X, Xbox bundle, but it's still a bundle if you want to get God of War with it. As we just said, that usually don't happen anymore. You don't get the game with the thing console anymore. So there's your chance. Yeah. There you go. Pick it up if you like PlayStation. Which I did buy a PS3 for my collection. I got one there, I got a two there, and then a three. So even better than me collection wise. I mean, even background wise, I still got our uh, old logo in the back behind me instead of our current one. And also collection, I got a sealed Xbox 360 controller. A <laughs> white one. Yeah. I'm trying to build up the collection some more. For those of you who don't watch us, watch the videos and you just listen to us. Yeah. There's little details that you never get to see. That's right. You should listen to us and then go watch us. Or you got to do both. Whichever you do first, I don't care. <laughs> it probably makes sense to listen to us first and then see what you're missing. But you do it however order you want. Yeah. Or if you just want to continue to listen to us, that's cool too. But you'll never get to see the collection. That's right. Or the previous logo. Right. Which most of you probably have seen it, but. Well, if you're a new listener coming in, you won't know what the old logo looks like unless you go on Red Circle. Not Red Circle, Red Bubble, and Buy go get some of our merch. Yeah. I like how you introduced that. Right. Yeah, there's some of our merch here. It's got the new logo. Looks good. You gotta watch us. Yeah. All right. So yeah, that's uh that's it. That's all the time we got. Join our Discord. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Uh, you can watch us live on Twitch and YouTube, or you just listen to us. Like we said, that that helps us out more than watching right now. So you know, but however you do it, that's fine. Um, or look at us like our ugly faces, anyways. That's right. Uh, like we said, you can buy our merch on Redbubble, and if you need some mental help, there is a link for better help down in the description. Whether you're listening or watching, it's always down there, so go hit that if you need some help. Is that it? That's it. All right. I believe so. All right. Well, thank you for watching or listening, and we'll catch you in the next episode. Later, guys. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. 
Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.